Welcome to another episode of Boom or Bust, the draft show. Max Chadwick alongside PJ Clark, Tate Sigworth, and Nick Miriam. Got another scouting report for you guys. Michigan edge defender Quiddy Pay, who recently opted out and declared for – I can't even opt out. I'm sorry. He declared for the draft. The season's over. Go over his strengths, his weaknesses, where he ranked for us on our boards. Get player comps for him and what NFL teams he might fit at the next level. Of course, be sure to follow our Twitter and Instagram at Boom or Bust Draft. YouTube, obviously, if you're watching us, but also you can listen to us anywhere you get your podcast. We're going to be posting more podcast-only episodes later on. Also, we have a website where we post mock drafts, in-depth articles, and any other draft-related topics. We're going to check that out in the link below. And please, please, please like and subscribe to the channel. So let's go over the background on Mr. Quiddy Pay. He's number 12 on the official Boomer Bust Big Board 1.0 and the number one edge defender he declared for the draft on December 17th. He's a senior, six foot four, 272 pounds, former three-star recruit, number 486 overall, and number 47 defensive end in 2017, coming out of Rhode Island. This season, he played in only four games and had two sacks and four tackles for loss. And in his four-year career, he has 11 and a half sacks, 23 and a half tackles for loss, and a forced fumble. So, PJ, let's start with you because he's your guy. When you watch Quiddy Pay, what do you like the most? Uh, brother, that was that was me. <laughs> uh, I am Quiddy Pay had a really good 2020. That's that's what I'll go with. Uh, the first game against Minnesota, the, the debut of the Big Ten on that on that Friday night or whatever it was, uh, jumped off the screen. Gave uh, you know one of Nick's favorite guys, Daniel Falele, a little bit of a fit in that first game. Uh, looked way better this year in four games than he did last year. Uh, I really like him as a run defender. I, I think he, I think he is one of he might be the best run defending edge in this oh. class. Uh, I think the pass has potential. I think you're betting on him. He's a freak athlete. He's going to run in the four fives probably at the combine for the, for the forty, which is something you don't see out of two hundred seventy five pounds, but. I, I think he's a really strong run defender and the pass defending, yeah, the pass rushing rather, you know, progress is still to be made. Um, that's what you're drafting him on. You're going to draft him in the top half of the first round on, on the potential, but he's going to step in and he's going to defend the run well immediately at the next level. Yeah, I mean, it's the size and speed combination that is attracting everyone. 6'4", 272, and like PJ mentioned, he's probably going to run in the 4.5s like he did in high school. Uh, he's a big boy, uh, and you see how fast he moves at that size is what makes it really impressive. And PJ, he talked a little about the pass rushing. This year he, was, he jumped off the tape. Um, and was a completely different player as a pass rusher. Hopefully, the, basically, it's kind of a project, not as much as a projection as like a Gregory Rousseau pick here, but you're just hoping that he continues to grow and becomes an even better pass rusher than he put on tape this year. Well, Max didn't mention it before, but I just like to say to all of our boomers and busters out there, I hope you enjoyed your holidays. Oh, yes. <laughs> a little, a little time, <laughs> no, I you know? hope you had a terrible holidays. Yeah. Oh, geez. The Grinch is Max here. Max doesn't care about your holidays. <laughs> Oh my! Like sucking up to the viewers, great. Yeah, yeah, kissing ass out here. <laughs> Subscribe, by the way. Subscribe <laughs> <laughs> to Nick with Sports too. While you're at it, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. That's just one of our commenters. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, you, so back to your regular scheduled programming now. Please go on. I mean, you say this is with all these like great prospects. He's clearly an athlete, right? Like he's he's just on a different level of speed and size and quickness, and you know he's very active with his hands. He's fundamentally sound with his hands. I, I can describe 
we can get into it a little bit in terms of like being able to rip across somebody when he gets his hands in the right place and knowing when he needs to go under or over a blocker. He does a very good job with that. Um, he does a great job with leverage. Part of that is the fact that he's 6'4", 270, and he's kind of like, you know, one of these type of people where he's, his, he has no neck and he's just very low all the time and he can just run through. And Opposite of me. Yeah. <laughs> so it just, it works for him. And he's like, like a wide receiver against a linebacker. It's almost a mismatch for some linemen. If you don't lock him up, you know, you don't see pass rushers juke linemen very often. I, I think we've seen him do it a couple times just because he's just, it's like he's running routes out there sometimes, and he's just he's just on a different level of athleticism compared to some of these linemen trying to block him up. Yeah, Quiddy Pay, no neck. Yeah, kind of the anti PJ Clark and Max Chadwick here on Boomer Bus. But uh, <laughs> he's just hiding his with his sweatshirt. Yeah, just wait, guys. I, I know I'm how to. I dress. So I right. dress well. I'm fully sure. Yeah, long neck gang. All right. Yeah, I mean, you guys hit on it. I he's an absolute freak of an athlete. Bruce Feldman ranked him number one in this past year's freaks list. He reportedly ran a 6373 cone. That's nearly a half second faster than the average edge. Uh, he also what, ran a where is that on the Tate Sigworth scale, though, is what we really need Tate to find Sigworth out. Sigworth runs the average three cone for That's an NFL true. player. That is what happened. But we'll see what happens this year in our this year's combine. Uh, yeah. He ran a 45740. Average is 482. 34 inch vertical, 30 reps in the bench press. You hear all these explosive measurables, and you think, okay. He's a skinnier edge rusher. No, he's NFL-ready body at 6'4", 272. This man is going to blow up the combine if it happens this year, which hopefully it does. Now, you hear all these great measurables, and, you know, you want a great football player more than, you know, just a great athlete. He only played four games this year, but I, I think he showed really good improvement as a pass rusher. One of his biggest weaknesses was kind of like he just ran into the offensive tackles last year and with no really plan. This year, he, he had some more moves, like Nick mentioned before. Um, really nice reps, had 22 pressures on only 138 pass rushing snaps. So I liked what I saw a lot more from him as a pass rusher this year. Nick, what do you think his weaknesses are, though? So I don't think his get-off is great. Um, I might be a little spoiled because of how much Chase Young tape I watched last year and just how quick that guy gets off the ball. But, like, he, you know, he's not necessarily a guy who's going to beat you immediately off the line and just get around the edge. He doesn't do that very often. Um there are times where I don't really know what he's looking for. He's a little bit raw. Uh, I think he's just kind of trying to look for where the ball is at times and just go after it. And sometimes it takes him out of plays. Uh, sometimes when he gets this correctly, he completely blows up plays. But, um, you know, I think there's a little bit of a learning curve there and needs to, you know, figure out what he's doing a little bit in terms of what scheme he ends up with. And I think he can be overpowered if you get your hands on him. Like I said earlier, it's difficult because he's kind of got this huge leverage advantage being kind of a shorter guy with a lot of weight on him. Um, but which, you know, could matter less at the NFL level when you have guys who are really good at that, obviously, but, uh, you know, he's there, he, he needs some coaching. He's a little bit raw. He's an athlete. We see a lot of these types of guys at the edge rushing position, not anything uncommon. Going kind of offing the, uh, off of the coaching there. Uh, I have a little bit of a versatility concern. I think he's defensive end more than outside linebacker. I don't think he's going to be a stand-up guy. I think he's hand in the ground. Um, it's going to depend. Scheme dependent. I, I, I assume somebody would draft him to be hand in the ground. But I, I don't know if he's going to be a, a guy that rushes from the second level or standing up or anything like that. I think he's pretty much a, a defensive end and only a defensive end. So if you're, you're you know, trying to get one of these you know, hybrid type guys that can go out into coverage. Like even Rousseau did a couple times at Miami, the only other edge rusher we've covered so far. Um, I don't think that's Quiddy Pay. 
Yeah, so my first con, I got to do it. Uh, choice of college. It's just wrong. It's incorrect. <laughs> decision making. <laughs> yeah, decision making. Uh, choice of college. It's just incorrect, folks. Um, but on to the more serious ones, I think uh, his play recognition, a little bit what Nick talked about. I think there's a couple times I saw him just get really sold on play action and just become a total non-factor in the play and look completely lost. And that's something to worry about. Uh, and then I think it's also, it is just, a, it's a little risky of a pick, you know, it's his 2019 was decent. Sustained and production is, yeah. is, would, would be nice. Yeah. yeah. And it's not really his fault because, you know, COVID and the big 10 football schedule and, you know, whatever happened to Michigan and such, but, um, it, you can't really hold it against him that he only really played four games, but in those four games, he was really good. And that's what we're going off of. So it is, it is a little of concern for me. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely it. I, I think he's an okay run defender. I kind of go against PJ a little bit. He looks lost, I think, a lot. Like like you guys all mentioned, a long line of scrimmage. Kind of just like see ball, get ball is what he's doing. Not really has a plan, uh, which you saw a lot last year. Not really the best tackler either. I mean, he's missed 13 of his 81 attempts. He doesn't offset the missed tackles with a lot of tackles for loss either. Only had 23 and a half tackles for loss in 28 career games. Uh, time still, I, you noticed it this year still when he runs into the tackle kind of without even doing any moves. He wants to get by by just being explosive. You know, you got to do a lot more than that at the NFL level. He got a lot better with the moves this year, which which is his biggest weakness, I thought, coming into the year. But it still showed up a bit on tape. And he missed a couple games this year with a groin injury. That's something to keep an eye on for the next level. So, Tate, give me the bottom line on Pay, where he ranks for you, a player comp you have, and any team fits in the next level. All right, uh, my comp kind of struggled with it because, like we talked about, Quiddy's a pretty freak, um, pretty fast. So I'm going with Randy Gregory, mm. um, another kind of pretty plus athlete. Size is similar. Quiddy might be a little faster. And I think both coming out, they were both we're a little unsure about their true ceiling. I think Randy had some question marks coming out. So that's what I'm going with for my comp. He's currently number eight on my big board, which puts him at edge one. Um, not 100% sure if he stays at that might fall a little like to like 11 or something maybe we'll see um and then team fit i think like i agree with pj he's a hand in the ground four three scheme defensive end so uh anybody picking like late between like eight and like 15 maybe maybe like seven so carolina um the chargers the lions philly and minnesota i think are all four three schemes so that's my bottom line on quitty pay uh I, I'm just going to go on my little rant here. Uh, Max, you know, kind of teased me before saying he's my guy. Uh, I don't like this edge class as a whole. I think they're all kind of middling. Um, mm -hmm. I think the, the first guy drafted, whoever it might be, Quiddy Pay, Aziz Ojulari, Greg Rousseau, any of these guys. Um, I don't think it's a slam dunk. It's not Chase Young. It's not Nick Bosa. It's not Miles Garrett. The guys that are going to be the best in the class. And, and we know that from, from the second they're drafted. I think this is going to be a, an ultimate crapshoot. Cause then as you get further down the board, you're looking at Jason Owe, uh, not a ton of production, but freak athlete, Jalen Phillips, big body pedigree, injury history, guys like that. You know, anybody can come out of anywhere in this edge class. So Quiddy pay uh, on our last update was edge one for me. I don't think he's going to finish there. Um, I do anticipate he's going to blow up the combine just because he's a total freak athlete. I just, I don't think it's going to match up to the limited 2020 tape. So last board update, he was 12 and edge one for me. I, I think he probably stays in the 12 to 17 range. I don't know if he's going to finish his edge one. And in fact, I probably would bet he won't for me. Um, so our next board update, you'll see that. 
player cop, I went back and forth. Um, the guy I liked w- was Trey Flowers, who's very, very slow. Um, but <laughs> is so not not the physical freak athlete, but I think it's more of a good comp. A, good comp. No, but he's a run. Def- <laughs> he's a run defending edge who's like. He always gets like eight sacks. I think that's what Quiddy Pay is. I think he's like a. I don't think he's a superstar edge. I think he's going to be a, a good run defender who's you know kind of like a middling. I don't know if he ever gets a double digit sacks kind of guy. Better than Jordan Jenkins. That's the one you said pre video. So I was afraid you would say that. So yeah, listen, okay. I'm cool. With listen, I like I like Jordan Jenkins. Jordan <laughs> Jenkins was a good jet. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bum Quiddy Pay with Jordan Jenkins. No. Bar is low for a good jet. If you had told me that Jordan Jenkins was still in the Jets, I probably would have believed you. <laughs> I, he's the longest tenured jet, I believe, at this point. So is he still on them? Yes, he is. Oh, see, there you go. Well, <laughs> uh, I have Quiddy ranked eighth on my last board, but we're I'm doing a whole overhaul right now, so I don't know if he's probably gonna be in that eight to twelve range. We'll, we'll see. Uh, but he's he's my edge one right now. I just think um, in terms of what he's done recently, it's it's the most impressive. I'm not personally a big fan of Russo, and I haven't watched enough Aziz Jalari yet to know exactly how I feel about him. So maybe something changes there. We'll see. Um, in terms of fit for a team, uh, you know, the Giants have three interior linemen. They don't have an edge rusher. Uh, Dave Gettleman, classic pick. Go get more pass rushers. Uh, they they probably could use one of those type of edge guys, especially because even though those three interior guys are all good, they're not really the best pass rushing types. Uh, the more run stoppers. Leonard Williams disrupting Leonard the quarterback since 2015, yeah. baby. Big push the pocket, don't finish type guy. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, although Dexter Lawrence, I actually think is is quite good. It might be the best of that bunch, and they have to re-sign some of those guys too. I, I do think. I don't know that I would do it because I think the Giants need help on offense, but Gettleman will do it probably. So, <laughs> you know, um, and that's a funny one because uh, Tate mentioned a bunch of four threes. I agree that he needs to be a hand-in-the-dirt guy. The Giants kind of run that Patriots hybrid scheme type thing where they'll probably figure out a way to make him be a hand-in-the-dirt guy. Uh, he, they might also try and put him on the interior a little bit just because that's what they like to do with their pass rushers and move him around. So it could be interesting to give him different opportunities. And that whole 4-3 versus 3-4 thing comes back to my comp, which is Robert Quinn, um, who similar size ran a 4640 more of an athletic type guy never been a destroy the production you know or never been a destroy what am i talking about never been a great production guy but he's always solid eight sack guy um and, and in my opinion has been very good when he plays in four three schemes with his hand in the dirt yeah um which should be where you see quitty at the next level yeah, uh, he's currently edge one for me too. Number eleven on my board right now. My ma- latest mock on the website, I had him go to the Broncos, which I know is more of a three-four scheme. But I think, like Nick said, you could put him on the interior a little bit. Von Miller is on the wrong side of thirty, had ankle surgery, which cost him this entire season. And even before the injury, he showed signs of slowing down last year. He only had eight sacks, which is the fewest he's had since twenty thirteen when he only played nine I am games. Not, just for the record, I am not writing off Von Miller. Neither I'm, am I. I'm Neither am I. I'm just saying, but he also his contract is expiring after next season too. So if the Broncos is important. If the Broncos, yeah, the Broncos want to move on, you know, you can find Bradley Chubb a new running mate. As for player comp, it, this one was tough. Um, I think he's Zadarius Smith, but a better athlete of Zadarius Smith. Same measurables. Smith did not test well at the combine at all, which is one of the reasons why it fell to the fourth round out of Kentucky. Still, he's been an impact pass rusher for the Packers. Not really a great run defender, but not terrible either. I think Pay can Quiddy Pay can have the same impact 
or so at the next level. So that's what we got on Quiddy Pay. Please like the video, subscribe to our channel, comment what you think about Quiddy Pay. Where would you take him? Is he your number one edge in this draft? Also comment what video you want us to do next. Scouting report, mock draft video, literally anything like we look, we read your comments. So if you want us to do something, we'll read it. So and also please follow the Instagram and Twitter at Boomer Bus Draft and check out the website below. And please again like and subscribe. So from PJ Clark, Tate Sigworth, and Nick Merriam, I'm Max Chadwick. Have a great night and happy holidays. Oh, there we go. <laughs>